Welcome to the Life After Plus One podcast, where we turn life's lemons into delightful lemonade. Get ready for inspiring stories, uplifting conversations, and all the tips and tricks to rock your single parent journey with style. I'm your host, Leanne, and it's time to embrace the adventure of Life After Plus One. So let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Life After Plus One. I'm Leanne, your podcast host and your single parent mentor and coach. And today I want to talk about a topic which is not a nice topic, but so many people want to do it. Seeking revenge on our ex. But before I do dive into this topic, I do just want to have a quick little shout out to anyone out there that has a unique single parent story that they want to share. Send it through. Let's have a chat. Send any questions through, anything that you want to know, something that you want to hear discussed on the show. Send it through. I'm open to hearing all feedback and any questions you might have. And you can contact me through my Instagram, through my website or through email and through my Facebook page. And all these links are in the show notes below. So feel free to reach out if you want to talk about your story or if you have any questions or any show suggestions. I love hearing from you all because that's my mission, to empower you all on your single parent journey. Okay, on that note, let's talk about today's topic, seeking revenge on our ex. Now, it's very easy to get into the mind frame of wanting to seek revenge on somebody that hurt us. If there is someone that's listening that has been hurt in a way that's of physical behavior, then I do apologize in advance if this triggers you. But feel free to still listen because these tips can help everyone. I myself have been through a very, very negative breakup and it was extremely toxic to the point that I would never wish it on my worst enemy. But you get to a point where you've got to stop the focus on them and keep it on you. Keep it on you and your kids. Because if you're constantly focusing on seeking revenge on your ex, what quality are you adding to your life? What quality are you adding to your kid's life? So I'm going to do a little spoiler alert right at the start of the show by answering the question, should we seek revenge on our ex? The answer to that? No, no, we should not. And it doesn't matter what we've been through. It doesn't matter how hurt we are mentally, emotionally, physically. We've all been hurt in some way. Breakups cause heartbreak. And some people express more pain than others, but everyone's pain is valid. Everyone has their own story and everyone is allowed to express their hurt and anger and frustration. But We can't direct that on somebody else that's now not a part of our life. Because you've got to keep in mind that when you've broken up with an ex, realistically, if this was a boyfriend and girlfriend in everyday dating world, you'd probably have nothing to do with them after you guys have broken up. You're done. You can block each other. See you later. But you're now co-parenting with this person. So you need to stop and think, how beneficial is it for you to seek revenge on somebody who you're now going to have to remain in contact with for many more years to come? And you might be saying, fuck Leanne, you have no idea what I've been through. That person put me through hell and back and you expect me to not seek revenge? Yeah, yes I do. Yes, I do. Because if you're listening to this podcast, you're listening because you want to empower your life. You want to better yourself. You want to be that better version of yourself for that next relationship to come. 
If you're going to sit back and seek revenge on your ex and focus on what you can do to hurt them and you're spending your days sitting around stewing on ideas of what you can do and things that you can say and memes that you can send or creating fake profiles as a way to stalk them or whatever else people do. How beneficial is that for your life? So really, the only pros of seeking revenge on an ex is for those small moments in time when you actually initiate that revenge, whether it's hit send or whatever you've done in that moment as a revenge tactic. In those few seconds, you might think, yeah, sucked in, fucker, I got you. And you might have your little hit of feeling good in that moment. But do you honestly believe later that day or a week to come or a month to come, years to come, do you think you will look back on it and go, yeah, I'm so glad I did that. I'm so glad I did that to them. Do you honestly think that's how you'll feel? Let's look at the cons of seeking revenge. Now, first of all, you're going to escalate conflict. Your breakup could have possibly been something that was very unexpected. They may have cheated on you. They may have blindsided you and just decided that there was no more attraction and they wanted out. There could be a list of different things that could have happened where they just decided this wasn't for them anymore. Or it could have been a very toxic breakup where you're heartbroken and then after you've broken up, they're still trying to hurt you with messages and name calling and trying to make you look like the bad parent. And yes, I know what it's like. I've been there. I've been to the point where I have been accused of everything under the sun. I know what it's like. My reputation and my character was destroyed so much that when I broke up with my ex, mind you, I walked out on him. I left him. But he found a way to convince my friends to befriend him. Friends that were mine were friends with me before I even met him, decided to stay in contact with him and be friends with him when they knew why I broke up with him. But he managed to paint me as the bad person so they could be friends with him. That was probably the hardest thing in my breakup. Not only did I feel alone and had nothing and I was lost, but in that moment I needed my friends and I didn't have them because they were on his side. The sad thing is about that situation, still nearly 10 years on, I haven't spoken to those friends and I'm pretty sure they're still in contact with him. But going back to the topic of seeking revenge, I know what it's like to be put in a situation where you just want to see someone hurt and suffer because of the hurt and suffering that they have inflicted on you. You want them to feel the pain that you're felt. Now, if you do this, The negative things that's going to come from this. One, you're going to escalate more conflict. Because even if they've done crap to you to make you look like the worst person in the world, and if you're like, I'm going to show this, this is not fair, this is not right, and you want to get revenge on them for what they've done to you, do you honestly think that they're just going to turn around and stop and ignore it? You're going to escalate further conflict. Another issue that it could bring up if you do seek revenge is that there's a good chance it can affect legal proceedings if you're going down the legal path. And especially if you're sending messages and emails and whatever else, they can keep copies of things. And again, they may have done stuff to you. 
But if you're staying in the clear, you're doing the right thing by you. Doesn't matter if they've done something to you. If you're still going down the legal avenue and they've done stuff to you, then you just need to stay focused that that's affecting them. You need to stay in your lane and focus on you. If they're going to play childish games and make you out to be a bad parent and start sending nasty text messages and getting involved in your life in some way and you just want to rip into them, don't do it. Don't do it. Another thing you need to remember, if you do seek revenge, the kids are so damn cluey. They pick up everything. And we can say, yeah, we're fine, we're fine. But they know. Like, for instance, there was one day just this week and I had a lot of things on my mind, which I guess that's just single parent life really, isn't it? We're just constantly dealing with so many things at once. And my daughter came up to me. She said, Mama, are you okay? I said, yeah, darling, thanks. Thank you for checking in. I've just got a lot on my mind. And even though in that moment, it wasn't anything serious. It was just literally I had a lot of things on my mind. But the kids pick up our moods. They pick up when we're angry, when we're sad, when we're stressed, when we're happy. And I know when I'm in a happy mood and I'm in a good mood, so is my daughter. It rubs off onto them. So by seeking revenge on our ex and by wanting to one-up them, it's not going to put us in a happy headspace. It's not. And if we're paying attention to the shit that they're doing to us, that's not going to put us in a happy headspace. Now, just going back over this a little bit from the beginning, This applies to both men and women. I'm not favoring one over the other. I'm not saying one person does it more than the other. I do know that women are more inclined to speak up about these situations and talk about things because I think that's just what we do as women. We like to talk about our situations. We like to ask for help. We like to ask for advice. Men, it's not so common. It's not so common for men to speak up and talk about these things. They keep things close to their heart, they don't talk about things, then a lot of them back in the generation where I grew up, you're raised to be thick-skinned, you're raised to cry and be tough and so men don't talk about their problems. So that this is just what I'm getting at with this point. Men go through these things too but we don't hear it as often because men don't talk about these things as often. So this does apply to everyone. It applies to both women and men. And I want to encourage everyone to be more open about these things and to talk about these things. It's okay. It doesn't make you a failure. And another thing you really need to keep in mind if you're going to seek revenge on a co-parent. This person is in your life for a long time. Do you really want to seek revenge on someone that you're going to have to deal with on a regular basis? If you've done something to piss them off, even though they may have done something to you, but if you're going to try one up them and do it back to them, there's a good chance they won't cooperate with you. Now, if you want to handle them in that situation and not cooperate with them when they've done something nasty to you, then that's totally on you. I don't blame you. But just say you've done something nasty to them to try and piss them off. And then you turn around and say, oh, I need the kids next weekend. We're going away and it's their weekend. They might say, well, fuck off. No, it's my weekend. Why should I give them to you? Why should I help you out? They're not going to want to cooperate with you if you're going to go down a nasty path with them. And 
If they're going down a nasty path with you, then that's up to you to control. It's up to you to handle. And that's what this show is about, teaching you ways to handle things in a more productive manner that avoids the conflict and the drama. If they're going to get nasty with you and they're going to seek revenge on you, that's when you be firm and put your foot down. They're nope, not tolerating this. This is not acceptable. And you just completely ignore it, which is what we've gone through in previous episodes. So in regards to you seeking revenge, do you really think that's the healthy option? Do you really think that's the healthy way out? A heartbreak is hard. When we break up with a partner, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the situation, we're heartbroken. Nobody leaves a relationship feeling happier than what they were when they were in the relationship, unless it was bad and you just really wanted to get out and you chose to leave. Even if you did choose to leave and it was an ugly situation, you're still quite hurt. You leave hurt and upset and sad. No one leaves a relationship feeling good. But you've got to keep those relationship breakup emotions separate from your parenting emotions. Don't teach the kids bad habits by showing them, oh, look, I'm going to do this to mom or I'm going to do this to dad. Or What are you teaching your kids by doing that? How healthy of an environment do you think that's going to be? And we're all about promoting a healthy environment, a cooperative environment, and one that works by putting the kids' needs first. And if you're wanting to seek revenge on an ex-partner for some fucky move that they've done, then you've got to learn to work on those emotions. Why are you still hurt? You've broken up. You've gone your separate way. He's not your boyfriend. He's not your wife. She's not your girlfriend. She's, oh, I've just said those words wrong. But you get where I'm going at. You're not romantically attached to this person anymore. So you need to find a way to let those emotions go. And if it means ignoring them, not having contact with them for a while because you're still so triggered from the breakup, then do that. But seeking revenge is only going to hinder your co-parenting relationship and the kids see it. It, They pick up. And then if you start to seek revenge and you start to do things and then they're going to do something back and then it's just going to make it worse. And then what's going to happen next? You're going to get to a point where you don't want the kids to go because you're pissed off at your ex because you can't stop your kids from seeing your ex because you're pissed off at them. That's your personal issue, not your kids. They may be an asshole to you or you might be doing shit to them, but that doesn't affect the kids. Now, are you still wanting to seek revenge on your ex? I hope not. I hope not. And It is a tricky one. It's hard, especially when it's a fresh breakup. You're right in the thick of those emotions and you've got a lot of hurt and you've got a lot of anger and you want to put that anger and hurt onto them because they're the ones that have made you feel hurt and angry. But you've got to separate it. You're broken up. There's no attachment to them. They only have attachment to your kids. That's it. It's extremely difficult keeping someone in our lives that we just don't want in our lives. We think they're toxic. We think they're emotionally unhealthy. But we do the right thing for our kids. And that is what we are all about. Teaching our kids healthy habits. Teaching them how to communicate in a healthy way. And seeking revenge on our ex is not communicating in a healthy way. We show our kids that we have some self-worth. We can set our boundaries and we can show our ex what we tolerate and what we will not tolerate. And I don't mean by sitting down and talking to the kids and go, yep, I've told mum this or I've told dad this. No, no, no. By putting down boundaries with your ex, it shows them what you're willing to accept 
and it avoids conflict. So it then promotes a healthier co-parenting arrangement, even if it shows that you don't need to communicate, you don't need to talk. But getting in an argument with your ex every time you communicate with them, it's not healthy for you and it's not healthy for the kids. It's not healthy for your ex, but that's not your priority at the moment. It's not healthy for anyone. If you're in a discussion with them about something that's not right or something that's pissing you off, then don't engage. Don't engage. If it's something that you really do need to engage in, then find a way to say it where you're absolutely neutral without any anger, frustration, any emotion really. And going back to the main topic of the episode, seeking revenge. And it's hard when you're dealing with comments from your ex trying to paint you out as a bad parent and you just want to prove to people, no, that's not right. Or when they try and give you comments saying the kids are never going to want to live with you when they grow up or they just try and put things in your head to make you look like a bad parent and you just want to prove them wrong. You just want to show them that's not right. Next time you're in a situation like that where your ex says something not so positive about you and they try and paint you out to be a bad parent, I want you to ignore it. You do not need to prove a point to your ex. Because if you do, they're not just going to go, okay, and stop it. They'll probably just still want to try and one-up you. Who cares? They are not a part of your life. You do not need to prove a point to your ex. So if they still wanting to seek revenge on you and still wanting to do nasty things to you, and you're just thinking, well, fuck Leanne, I just want to get them back. Don't. Don't stoop to that level. Ignore it. And you're worried about what people think of you. You're worried about your character being destroyed because of what your ex has said. At the end of the day, your kids know you. They know the real you. They see everything. Kids are not stupid. They see everything. They know what mum's like. They know what dad's like. They know it all. If you just focus on being a good parent, then that's all that matters. And your good friends will know to stand by your side. They will know your true story. They're not going to doubt you and they're not going to believe your ex unless they're people that I used to know who are now friends with my ex. But they're not quality friends. Your good quality friends will stick by you and that's what you want. So if your ex is trying to seek revenge on you by calling you every name under the sun and you just feel like you need to prove them wrong, you don't need to prove them wrong. Your good friends will stick by you. Your family will stick by you. Your kids shouldn't need to stick by you because they won't know the situation. They should not be involved in what's happening there. But they will always know where mum stands and they will always know where dad stands. And I'm not saying that you need to say dad's done this, mum's done this. They will see. They see what kind of person mum is. They see what kind of person dad is. And they see who is emotionally involved, who is there for them, who is present for them, who is supportive of them. And just remember, it's not about getting your kids to favor one parent over the other. If they are still in a good, healthy relationship with the other parent, but their other parent is an asshole to you, then just ignore it because that's all you want. You want your kids to be happy. And if they're being a good parent to your kids, then that's it. That's all that matters. And if they're being an asshole to you, then just ignore it. Just ignore it. Eventually, they will stop. And eventually, the kids will pick up on it. Somehow they'll pick up, they'll catch wind of your emotions, they'll catch wind of something that's happening and they'll realize that that other parent is being an asshole and it's not okay. You don't need to tell them. You don't need to tell them. But if that other parent is being an asshole, eventually the kids will pick it up. They are very cluey. So 
Now, I want you to remember that here at Life After Plus One, we're here to empower you on your single parent journey. My mission to help you and to encourage you to see a more productive way of living your single parent life. And by creating ways that you're going to add harm or hurt or pain onto somebody else, even if it is your ex, even if it is a way to get them back for something that they have done for you. It's not productive and it's not going to benefit you and it's especially not going to help you mentally and emotionally. Stay in your own lane and don't worry about what they're doing. Seeking revenge is not going to help you in any way. It may give you that five second hit of feeling good when you've actually hit send on a message or done whatever action you've done to try and piss them off. Seeking revenge is nothing but a short term action with a little bit of instant gratification for a long term negative impact. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Don't worry about what they're doing. It doesn't matter how much they're trying to piss you off. It doesn't matter how much they're trying to hurt you or bring you down or make you look like the bad person. It is irrelevant to you. You just need to stay in your lane and focus on the people that are relevant to you, your friends, your family, your kids. That's it. What your ex is saying, thinking, doing is meaningless and the true friends in your life and the quality people in your life will not worry about what your ex is thinking. And if people do believe negative things that they are saying about you, then just ask yourself, are they people that you want in your life? If people are starting to believe things that your ex is saying and you just want to get revenge on that, then are those people quality people that you want? Are they coming to you saying, hey, your ex is saying this about you. Are you okay? Or are they just jumping on board the bandwagon with everyone else and believing what they're saying because one person's saying it, so it must be right. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. I, I'm not a big fan of people that do that. They hear one side of the story, so all of a sudden that must be the right story. There's always three sides to the story. Your side, their side and the right side. And even though in your eyes, your side's the right side, in their eyes, their side's the right side, there's always a way that it's perceived differently by both parties. Hence the third version, the right side. Everyone perceives other people's actions in a very different way than maybe what you're implying it to give off. So don't worry about what your ex is thinking and ignore the need to seek revenge. You are better than that. Don't let them phase you. Just ignore everything they do that's coming across in a negative way. Don't seek revenge. That's about it for me today. A nice little short one just to remind you to stay positive. Stay in your lane and don't worry about what your ex is doing, saying, thinking, whatever else. It's not relevant. You guys have broken up for a reason. That's all you need to worry about. Well, you don't need to worry about that. That's the thing. You don't need to worry about that anymore. Just focus on you being a good parent and you giving off a good example to your kids. That's it. All right, guys. Thank you again. Thank you for listening. And I really hope you got something from this episode. And as always, 
feel free to share any feedback that you have to my social media pages or to my website, my email. Everything is in the show notes below. Thank you again all. Love you. And until next time, I'll be in your ears then. Thank you for joining us on the Life After Plus One podcast. If you loved what you heard today and looking for some further support, then jump onto our website, lifeafterplusone.com. Plus, don't forget to check out our Instagram page for further resources and inspo. You can find all the links in the show notes. And remember, you're not alone on this path. I'm looking forward to seeing you on the next episode. And in the meantime, keep thriving, keep growing, and keep exploring your amazing Life After Plus One. Thank you.